Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Drell Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. You know, today, as I-, I can't believe it, it's the first Monday of 2022. We made it. We are here. You know, it kind of feels like the playoffs with some pregame jitters, but we are feeling recharged and refreshed. Mm. And hopefully you have been working on the plan and today are getting to work. I know I've got my green celery juice in hand. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Are you ready to go? Let's go. <laughs> We've got a bunch of content that we are covering today in a nutshell. Jarrell's going to start us off by talking a little bit about staying out of the rat race. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Thank you, Brittany. I think we just need to discuss that rat race and what it is. You know, for those of you that may not understand it, I'm just going to reference our basic definition of the rat race. And that is understanding you're caught in a trap for chasing wealth and or power. That rat race, right? And to give you a better understanding, there's a book I want to reference. It was called uh, Who Moved My Cheese? And in this book, there was two characters that were uh, humanized. So in the the book, there were rats used as human characters to to identify and drive home the importance of understanding this, what they were trying to deliver. Great short read, uh, great life application. But the two characters were him and Ha. That represented our indecisiveness, our inability to make decisions and make change. And the goal in this book was to find the cheese, right? The success. That was the representation of success for him and Ha. Every day they would wake up, they would make their way way through the maze. And when they find the cheese, that was it. Their day was successful. And then they would get locked into that routine day after day after day. I think for us, defining that rat race is what is the routine that we're so locked in on that we're forgetting that there's more to life. And now I don't want to, you know, I don't want you to think that you're not doing everything that you possibly can. But for Brittany and myself, it was time was the success that we wanted, right? How do we spend more time together? How do we get our time back? Buying our time back. And and how do we allocate our time to the things that we want to do? Me personally, I don't want to sit in the car going to work for an hour, work eight hours, sit in the car coming back to home for an hour to only spend a couple hours with my wife. You know, for us, we had to define the race that we were in and what was our long-term objective. I think understanding him and her represented that indecisiveness. And when we're talking about uh, the rat race, where are you indecisive? And that's what we had to address with, each, uh, address with each other was, you know, I have some some areas where I'm a little indecisive. I have a little anxious anxiety around this topic or making huge changes in my life. Brittany's very gung ho. And she's like, man, let's do this. This is what we're doing. This is what our family wants. And this is the direction we're going. But I also haven't always been that way. Change, change is still hard for me in many areas and something that I struggle with. Um, right. J- just like anybody, it's fear, it's change, it's the unknown, mm. but it's something that I've trained myself yeah. to get better at because yeah. the reality of it too is 
for those of you that don't know, Jarell and myself, we live in the Bay Area. Yeah. And the Bay Area itself in Northern California is a perfect definition of the rat race. Yeah. For any of you that have, you know, visited or, or just even live here, it's the perfect example of the rat race. Absolutely. So I think, you know. I just, well, if I can, I want to jump in on yeah. that real quick. Me and Brittany are, I just love her to death, but I think there's a great representation that gives you understanding and that indecisiveness and letting fear dictate what you're trying to do. Brittany, if offered, will go jump out of an airplane right now. No, no. 10 years ago, I would. Yeah, not now. Well, I'm getting old. I have gray hair. <laughs> well, uh, let's just say this. Brittany's like, I think you've done it a couple times. Though, uh, yes, I've done past. it a handful. And for me, it is that, Drill, let's go jump out of a plane. Wait, let's talk about this. Jarrell will not <laughs> jump out of an airplane. And <laughs> that's, it's a fear, great fear example, yeah, another thing. Yeah, and I, it's risk like, I don't know about that. That that That's something I'm just not going to go. Brittany, let's go jump on an airplane. Let's do it. Let's go skydiving or let's go bungee jumping. Let's do it. Jarrell, uh, I might ride that ATV. Let me think about it. How rough is the terrain? <laughs> I need <laughs> to know what's going on before I walk into it. But let me get back on track. The point that I was trying to make was, what does success look like for you, right? For you, what does that look like? You know, for me, it was um, in my younger days, we are all encouraged to keep up with the Joneses. And those Joneses can be different people or different char characteristics in our life. But for us, we have to understand keeping up with the Joneses does not define success for our individual life. For me, I don't believe I don't compare myself to someone that's next to me or someone that's above me. I think what's important to have is you are your goal in defining your success is to get one degree better the next day to how do I be better than I was as a man the week before? What should I be doing to improve daily? And that's what's focused on. And that's what we're focusing on is don't keep up with the Joneses. Let's, let's, we're not in this rat race following people around. Sometimes we got to trailblaze it and just really hone in on what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that something that also needs to be talked about in regards to, I guess, what does success look like for you is social media. Yeah. Because social media over time has drastically had a huge impact on society. Social media is great. I, I will not lie that it helps tremendously just with our business, yeah. right? With a lot of other businesses out there. But if it's not used correctly, it can be, it can be a hindering block towards your success or what you are trying, you know, to obtain or whatever the case might be. It, yeah. it will be used as a hindering block if it's not used correctly. Well, I, I do want let's just hone in on that real quick, because I think what we what we're highlighting is use it to your benefit. Don't consume it. Right. Mm -hmm. If I'm sitting just like on anything. Instagram or Facebook and I'm scrolling, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the data, but I remember sitting in a um, training about a few years ago. And a gentleman said that we scroll with our finger through Instagram on average 300 yards, meaning somebody is scrolling through their feed, through their story, and they're scrolling about 300 yards. That is a lot of time committed to consuming information from people posting about their daily lives. And I think another note, just to piggyback also off of that, is that it goes back to... I. I want to say a couple episodes ago, we talked about it in, it might've been in buying back time, right? But 
just that example that Jarrell used with how much time that you might spend on social media. Mind you, it doesn't even have to be on social media. Yeah. It can be time that you use on something else, watching TV or whatever the case might be. If you use that time to work towards your success or work towards putting that time to better yourself as an individual, to better your business, to better your marriage, you're going to see a drastic, you know, a drastic one, two, three degree change Absolutely. as opposed to utilizing something. So I, I just want to use social media as an example because there are a plethora of examples out there, but was the first one that popped up to yeah, mind. There's because, tons of outlets yeah. that are out there that we utilize, right? And that I think what Brittany is saying is we've defined our success we know what we want to achieve. We know the rat race we're trying to get out of or get into whatever you're at, wherever you're at in life. Get out of that rat race. Let's, yeah, get out would be the goal. But I want to highlight another thing that I think is very important. Identifying your mile markers. You know, I was never a runner, but a friend of mine did run cross country. And I was like, dude, how do you not get lost? Like how out there running in the woods, how do you not get lost? Or and bored. Or bored. Well. <laughs> Girl, I'll check Don't out. Don't put me on a treadmill. <laughs> I'll last two minutes and then I've got my grocery list in mind. Um, but he was referencing there's mile markers to ensure that you're on track to getting to the end, the, the, the end of the race, the, the finish line. And what was so interesting to me was we always make these grandiose ideas and opportunities and this is what I want to achieve but what mile markers do you have in place to ensure that one, you're on track two, that you're working towards that finish line of achieving that new success that you want, right? Some of those mile markers can be anything, you know, for me and Brittany, it's our weekly meetings for, for us it's checking in at the end of the month, at the end of the quarter and having that accountability partner that can assist you and reminding you one, stay the course two, let's keep pushing. And also circling back and always having front and center your vision board right there, yeah. right? Break it down per quarter of whatever month that you're in because that's the vision for the year. But you have to move it into increments yeah. to obtain any type of goal or success, right? It's yeah. like writing a to-do list. If I write 37 things on my to-do list, that's overwhelming. If yeah. I just focus on what are the five most important items of these 37 items, that's more obtainable for me to achieve than getting overwhelmed and distracted on the other items, yeah. right? Do yeah. And again, we talked about this previously, do the hardest ones first. But I want to touch on something really quick because Jarrell had just said about, um, you know, having an accountability partner. And for us, well, I for me, speaking for myself, but both of us, having a business coach for us has been a pivotal mm. part in our business um, that we have just seen growth um, and we've been able to reach goals um, quicker. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you already know, you all know that we have a sports background, right? So I mean, playing basketball, pl playing whatever, we have always had a coach. Having a coach, it, coach in your corner is huge. But I want to say also, whatever phase that you are at in your life, you need a coach for accountability and for support. It's yes. not, okay, I just need a coach to just get to this goal or just to achieve this and then I'm good. I've got it, right? The most successful people in whatever field that they are in, I can almost guarantee you that they 
they have a coach, they have a support system in place to stay the course, to help them achieve. And once they have achieved whatever that they wanted to, then they're thinking about, okay, once I've gotten this, how do I become better? Yeah. Right. Having someone in your corner. It's not going to be your mom. It's not going to be your best friend or your people. It's somebody, honestly, that's going to call you on your shit. Yeah. And those, you know, those people are, are critical in any success for that constructive criticism when you don't want to hear it. Great example for myself, right? We both played college basketball and we still work out to this day. Going to the gym, we know how to work out. We know what to do. We could create a plan and execute it ourselves. But still to this day, for myself, I have a personal trainer at the gym. And the reason that I have a personal trainer at the gym is I know that that is going to hold me accountable. During my day at work, our days get tied up with transactions, with seeing new clients, appointments, that if I don't have somebody that I know that is going to be there at, you know, whatever time of day it is, that I'm going to make up an excuse to say, well, I'm going to push that off till tomorrow, right? The, the mentality of pushing something off until tomorrow, get it done now. And that for me is huge. And it might seem like a silly example, but it's, it is what it is. You have to have a coach. You have to have an accountability partner that's going to help you achieve what you want to achieve. And I think the biggest, like what Brittany is highlighting, our coach, oh my God, she is absolutely phenomenal. And imagine like when you first started sports or you first went to that doctor, it was always that eerie feeling leading up to the appointment or that, that, that gut feeling, the butterflies leading up to your um, first practice. Like, oh my God, what's going on? What's about to happen? I'm not prepared. But the reality was, a coach is there to facilitate you through the stuck, the rut, the 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 mud that you might be in in this portion of your life. And for us, she gave us some things to focus on, saying, bi-weekly, I want you to focus on this. We're going to check in again and see what you got done. Well, this is not working. That's not working. This is not working. Jarrell, Brittany, focus on this. Don't get overwhelmed with all the other stuff. And for us, that's why seeking that coach is something that is so valuable, as Brittany has shared, and pivotal to what we've experienced thus far. Yeah, and I would definitely, I would encourage anybody, regardless of what kind of work you do, to think about investing in a coach. That is going to be one of your greatest investments, and you will see so much success in it. Think about it like this, right? And not to once again use any sports analogy, but the NFL, you know, the NBA, the WNBA, these are, these athletes are the best of the best. And we don't ever see any game where they go out there and all of the athletes just just play, right? Yeah. Every single team has a coach. And an assistant coach. And an assistant coach. And a and player a, development coach. Yes, and an offense <laughs> and a defense. You know, they have the lineup. So that just, it goes to show that it works. Yeah. That I would just say, you know, think about that for this next year for yourself, for your business, for your personal or professional growth yeah. of investing in, uh, it doesn't even have to be a business coach. It can be any kind of coach, yeah. just somebody that is going to hold you accountable and is going to help you and encourage you and walk alongside of you to ensure that what you want to achieve, that you are going to do that. Absolutely. And I think that leads us into our last and final point. You know, when we're talking about success, defining success, what's your race that you want to be a part of? 
I think it's important to understand is when we're making change, we have to let go of something to grab a hold of something that we want. Mm -hmm. Meaning, I have to let go of the 2021 Jarrell and grab a hold of the 2022 Jarrell that I want to become. Mm -hmm. And I think a great understanding for this is one degree, right? Think about one degree. You know, in air, air, air aviation, navigation, they have this rule of thumb where it's known as the one in 60 rule. And I might be saying it wrong, but I remember how it was told to me. So please bear with me. It states for one, for every one degree a plane veers off course, it'll miss its target destination by one mile. Now, I don't want you to think about this in a, like a, a, a negative format. I want you to think about this as in change. When we're looking at the onset or outset of 2022, we just need to focus on one degree of change. Mm -hmm. Why? Because if I stay on this course, this race that I've been running, we know the results it's going to give us. But if I just make a one degree change, if I just sidestep, I don't want you to focus on 180 degrees. Don't focus on, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to turn fully around and yeah. make this huge drastic change. But just focus on one thing. It doesn't need to be the new year, new me. Just yeah. think about change in the form of degrees. We focus on one degree. And as we get to the end result, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I accomplished that. And I'm going to give you a great example for last year what my goal was. You know, or was that 2020? It might have been 2020. My goodness. I'm sorry, but times I'm getting everything mixed up. That darn pandemic. For 2020, my goal was to read 10 pages a night. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I was a person that did not read books for the life of me. I was just tired. I didn't believe it was for me. But I needed to continue to um, continue to develop my brain, continue to stay intrigued in some challenging assignments and different things. And so that goal of starting at 10 pages a day led to me completing almost 46 books. And then I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. It's not about what I'm, how many I'm consuming how many books I'm reading, but the knowledge that I'm gaining. So 2021, I got intentional and I said, I only want to read 12 books because this is the skill set I'm trying to develop. This is what I want to see myself be able to achieve at that end goal. And what I'm saying is, is focusing on 10 pages got me to a place of 46 books. Now I was able to change the, the, the end goal, which is 12 books for you. Whatever the end goal is, don't think about the 46 books. Don't think about, you know, I want to make a million dollars, but you need to think about the behaviors and habits right now. The one degree change you can make right now that's going to help you to achieve that goal. And I think Brittany referenced it earlier as we were speaking, but reverse engineering whatever's on your uh, vision, board. vision board, right? Just work backwards. Just work backwards on it. And sometimes we got to start with the day to day. The second and last, the, the very last point I want you guys, I want to share with you is you are your greatest competition, not the other person on your team, not Brittany, not myself, not the person you're striving to be, your mentor or your coach, but yourself. You are your greatest competition. Why? Because sometimes the rat race becomes so, it makes us feel so good that we become complacent. And then complacency is just right there breeding just the everything that we wish we didn't uh, have to experience. And I think for us, 
if we can get to a place of understanding myself as my greatest competition, my goal is to get up tomorrow and be better than Jarrell was today, to be better than the Jarrell last week, and then obviously to be better than the Jarrell in 2021. We want our clients to know that we're continuing to involve. We want our friends and family to know we're continuing to evolve. And I think most important is I want Brittany to understand I'm working every day to be a better man for her in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think overall, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't focus fully just on the big picture. Like Jarrell said, just think about change in the form of one degree. If you can focus on just one degree, you will you will receive those results. Boom. Do we need to say anything more than that? Nope. I, you know how I... <laughs> Mic get to drop, the point <laughs> mic drop and see you later hey no as extras Brittany said we made it to 2022 we're excited we have the outset that we all want and we want to just continue to get better so think about that one degree think about your rat race are you heen are you haw are you neither until next episode we'll catch you guys and you take care thank you for tuning in to this episode of homeownership and marriage with the low property team if you would like more information helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.